Well, the international break is over. Ireland have lost to Luxembourg. Lost to Serbia. And drew with Qatar in a friendly. I think it's safe to say it was somewhat of an eventful international break from an Irish perspective. A lot of debuts, young lads coming through, but ultimately no results in the World Cup qualification campaign and a serious uphill battle ahead for us with just six games to go. We've got all our reaction from the unfortunate Luxembourg loss and the Qatar draw head fees in store. And then we're back to the usual Premier League action from next Thursday. But enjoy the episode, lads. Hopefully you'll find it a little bit more enjoyable than the two games. What's up, lads? Welcome back to episode number 13 of the Three Points podcast. Safe to say everyone's probably in a bit of a shit mood. Just coming off the back of the three games we've had to watch over the past week. Started last Tuesday, we sat here, so positive. Can't wait for the World Cup qualifiers to kick off. But in a great performance against Serbia, going to Luxembourg, I think we just handily beat them. And then one of the worst defeats in probably the last 10 years, 15 years, however long it was. I think I think since Cyprus in 2005, I think it's it was. 2007, 15 years. 2005, crazy like Stephen Kenny gone 11 games out of win I mean I'm just feeling I just feel so bad at this point can't buy a win like actually it's it's I don't even know what you can say like it's just painful it's it's not even anger or anything like it's just just give us a win please mine was very very much anger Looks I was angry. Yeah, yeah immediate, immediate. It was angry, and then, and then I just started laughing. I was like, "Oh my god, we we've actually just gone and lost to Luxembourg." And then you see, like, to Kenny Cunningham saying, "It's not embarrassing. Like, these are a good side, and they like, climbed the rankings and such such way." I don't care, man. Like, it's Luxembourg. They're still like fifty odd places below us. <laughs> it like there's no. Blame though, let's say I'm gonna not absolve them, but like the blame for the Luxembourg game for me goes on the players for Saris. Yeah, 100%. I think everyone agrees with that. Yeah. Like the problem hasn't been. I saw a tweet there and it said the last time Ireland qualified for World Cup was 2002. The following year, John Delaney took over CEO. Like there's and there's no coincidence there. Like he's gone from. We've basically gone from bankroll of managers if you get me. I'm forgetting about the production of our players that actually play under these managers. Then now we've no money left over and now we've no players. Oh, like wow. the make appointment. Nah, I think you're being <laughs> very, very harsh and see him kind of bring I know, well, I, I know, come on though. Look at the names like Martin O'Neill, Mick McCarthy, these lads compared I to... I think Mick was perfect. Board. I think Mick was a perfect appointment to get the most out of a team that was finished. Like the Irish team that Mick managed isn't the team to bring to World Cup. The Irish team that had Mick, I have their ages here. You'd Randolph and Goals, he's 33. Okay. 
This is this after is ages time. now. No, this oh, is no, now. No, yeah. Like, if they were to go into the start in this World Cup qualifying campaign, bearing in mind, it's effectively two years away until these matches are played because it's in yeah. the, the winter. You'll have a back four that he mainly played of Seamus Coleman, Shane Duffy, Richard Kell, and Ender Stevens. One of them being under 30, and Shane Duffy is now 29. You'd have his midfield three. I understand, like, obviously, Johnny Egan will come in for Richard Kell or whatever, but his midfield three then for the big games was Glenn Whelan in the Holden, Jeff Hendrick, and Connor Howard. Again, Jeff Hendrick being the only one under 30, him and Duffy about 29. And then in the last few games he played, he'd had Alan Brown out on the right, he was 25, and brings the average age down a lot. James McLean on the left, and then Didzy up top. The average age of that team is 31. Now, so in, by the time we play the World Cup, it'd be 33. And like to be fair to Mick, when you look at the Irish results now and the team we have now, the fact that he brought it to the final game of the group was a miracle, to be fair to him. As but, I said, Mick gets your results. But you see, my point is, realistically, are we going to finish third in this group? Probably. Are we? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if we I are, think you we know. Will. I, I, I don't think know we if we are. We're probably going to finish third, right? So my point being, this is a rebuilding phase. I'm not sure Mick McCarthy's a man to rebuild the team in the state like he's at, at the stage of his career now. I don't think he's the man that you need to build the team. I'd rather Stephen Kenny build the team in a new philosophy and, okay, we go to this shit period. Well, hopefully in 10 years' time, there'll be a team playing proper football. You'll have the FAI that have got a shit together. We'll start producing players. And they'll have become into a system playing, which they are now, playing a nice style of football. And that they'll be able to transfer into the senior team. There isn't any good senior players. The best, most promising signs from the team this year, like this international break, was Bazunu did well in goals at 19. Doster 22 was good. Rossi, but he's good in Jason Knight at 20. You had Malumbia 21. Like, other than that, there's very few positives to take. And it's a completely new team. The average age we played this time was 26. So he's after knocking five years off that. You see, my problem is, is that I've seen people saying that we need to take, like, a Belgium approach to things. Belgium didn't qualify for a major tournament between 2004 and 2014. But the thing that I look at our team now, you know what I mean? But the thing that Belgium had was money to invest in their youth systems and their young players playing football. We don't have that at all. Like, we have no money. We have nothing to develop young players. There's no plan in place. Like, I, I just don't see what what Everything. their goal is. I don't see what their goal is because there's, there's no plan. You know, I don't see no, but, what, what their aim is here with the whole, this whole Again, situation. but that's not a Stephen Kenny problem. I know. That's an FAI I'm, I'm problem. Just, I'm just talking. So it's, well, it's an everyone, it's an everyone Stephen problem. Kenny, removing Stephen Kenny from the managerial hotspot doesn't solve the fact that the FAI still doesn't have their shit together. And people like Niall Quinn and fucking Brian Kerr being on TV, like questioning him. Like Niall Quinn's meant to be running the FAI. Why is he on Virgin he's, Media? He's gone. He's gone. Is he not back? I'm nearly certain he's in with your man. What's his name? He was in the FAI region. I thought he was back in. He could have left, though. I don't know. 
I, I'm left pretty sure you, I'm, I'm, he could have left again and I thought he was back in if he's if he's on no, TV he's probably um, not in like Brian Brian Kerr said Brian Kerr is uh, not involved Brian Kerr yeah, said involved. that Kenny is not to blame after no but he was he came out after the Serbia game giving out about him being in the job saying he shouldn't be in it like which is a bit ironic from a man who got the Ireland job like basically the same route as Stephen Kenny saying Kenny doesn't have the experience or whatever like but I don't get like this feck all Kenny can do with these players like he's shown that he can get the best of them I don't think we've the quality to be honest to obviously we should be beat I know we've better player than Luxembourg but that Luxembourg game was going to be decided no matter who was the manager by who could have one lucky kind of moment of a bit of brilliance nearly and it just so happened their player stuck a bottom corner from 25 yards like very good finish I my issue with Kenny is I know what you're saying yeah it's a rebuild phase but we've had 11 games under him and two of them games I can take positives away from the other nine we've been awful like Serbia you can look at Serbia and take a lot of positives from that like our attitude, we tried to play in certain patches when we could. Like one thing, one thing about an Irish team, and like you can never fault the effort, whatever. And I don't care losing. Like I know we're crap. I don't mind losing the game, but the way we lost Luxembourg is is unforgivable sort of thing. Like I wouldn't let half them play again because when you lose that attitude, like I don't know if he has the if he has the dressing room because he shifts a lot of senior players, and they'll be looking at these young players like. Malumbi coming in, not saying he's doing bad or him, but like they'd be thinking themselves, how is Malumbi and Knight getting a game over me, sort of thing, when I'm an established Premier League player? Do you know that sort of way? Mm, I, to be I, honest, I don't on. see, I don't know who he's lost in the change room, Jeff Hendrick, but like as far as I'm concerned, happy days, goodbye, Jeff Hendrick. Yeah, I, like, I, I don't know. Even Shane, yeah, Duff, Shane, Shane Duffy, Duffy and so... Robbie Brady, these type of lads that. Like Jane Duffy looks when like was the last time Robbie there. Brady delivered for us? I Heiner, you you know my thoughts on this whole situation. We had this conversation before we started the podcast. Like I don't like seeing Robbie Brady in orange shirt. I don't like seeing Jeff Hendrick. Obviously, no one likes seeing Jeff Hendrick. But I don't like Robbie Brady in orange shirt. I, I don't think he's ever. But the first thing is I don't. I bar obviously I'm gonna love him forever for 2016. But since then I've seen nothing, and. I like I don't think he's good enough to play in midfield. That's my whole I don't like him playing at midfield. I'd like to see him play left back or something. I don't think he's good enough to play midfield. If he's lost think, if he's lost from Brady, I don't care. But I just think that has an effect on I think that would have an effect on the overall morale of other people in the change room if he's lost a couple of senior lads. But then like, we don't know, we're just speculating. He didn't use Jeff Hendrick against Luxembourg. I don't think or did he? I don't think he did. Uh, no. No, I don't think yeah. he did. I don't think he so, did. So, that to me says everything. That says anything that I need to know about it. So, realistically, like, Seamus Coleman has shown that he won't he won't turn against Manchester. James McLean's the same. Like, they will fight no matter what for the team. And other than that, like, I don't know any other senior players that I'm going, that's a travesty if he's lost them. 
within the whole it could affect the dressing room. Yeah, it's well, I don't think it does because it's not losing these couple of individuals. It's what like, it doesn't matter how many yeah. has effect on the morale of the rest of them. Like if some of them are walking around not arsed and not bothered, right? like I know, you know it's a completely different scenario. But even like Chelsea with Lampard, like if one goes, if you lose one, then that bad vibe or energy mm. can just spread around the dressing room because they're mates with these people. But Lampard was losing key players. My point is he's losing players like a Jeff Hendrick because he's not playing them. Yeah, I know what I mean. Like, I don't think Jason or Jason Malumbi, I think they're going lovely. He's back to me. I think it has the opposite effect. By backing that player, I think they go, lovely. The manager trusts me here to go out and do a job. I need to prove him right. I just think with the money, like, and with Bregs and everything, for starters, the League of Ireland is key. It's time to actually try and give a shit about the League of Ireland. Like, not I'm not saying that, like, yous or whatever don't. Like, I'm saying, as a nation, like, players have to be developed at home now. There's no more. And this whole idea, it's always been proven that we don't have the Jack Charlton effect anymore. We've been able to bring players over, get a nice bit of money for playing with Ireland. Like, no one wants to play for us anymore. Declan Rice is the prime example of that. Patrick Bamford's the second example of that. Bamford isn't even getting into the English squad and he told us no. Yeah, like, let's, like, with all due respect, and I know it's not the way to look at it, like, but back in the day, if let's say, I know you can't, like, change time, but if we were playing with this and we had a period where, like, Bamford would have been playing with us, high chance Grealish would have stayed playing with us, Rice, these boys, like, who would have been capped younger. If we had Patrick Bamford alone, we'd have beaten Luxembourg. And we'd probably beaten Serbia as well, I think. Personally, we just don't have a striker who you know will score. No, I don't think we would have beat them. But I know what you mean. Like, we're the only nation, like, I'd, we're the only nation, I'd say, one of our players, like, Coleman is the only player that would get into other nations. Do you know what I mean? Like, that are at a decent level. Like, not one other player we have would get into anyone else's team. No, yeah. absolutely. Like yeah. they're barely getting into their own club teams. Like, That's it. and even at that, like I love Seamus Coleman, but he's not exactly a regular at Everton. Yeah, you know, like, and I'm not saying that as a sign of James Coleman. The man's yeah, captain at Everton. Mm-hmm. He's like he's an absolute legend, and for me, he's probably the best. He's definitely up there with the best Irish player I've seen in an Irish shirt. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely. the favorite. Him and James are kind of the two favourites I've seen in Irishshire for what they've given for it. But like when you compare past teams, like you're talking about a nation who had like starters for Liverpool when they were one of the best teams in Europe and England. Yeah. Manchester United captains when they were the best team in England and Europe. Like the level we've let ourselves drop to is so bad that but like it's time to rebuild now. And my point is let Kenny implemented philosophy. Okay, it might be like we might be we might miss this World Cup. We might miss the next Euros. I like I understand that is awful. I don't think and no, but I don't think anyone coming in like let's be real. I don't think anyone coming into this thought we were going to get into the World Cup. Obviously, we thought we'd give it a better goal than what we yeah. have. But like it's Serbia and Portugal at the end of the day, they're ten times better sides than us. Yeah, that's my point. So so not qualifying. Let's be real. Like it's. You probably expect it. A Euros, I'd say I I would expect to get a, get a playoff in the Euros, like no, I'm saying a qualification. So I can kind of forgive a World Cup not making qualification or not making a a 
a playoff game with yeah. Serbia and Portugal in your group. Like, like we didn't qualify. My point is, we didn't qualify under Chapatoni. Now we were robbed. Okay, I accept that. We didn't under O'Neill, and Mick obviously didn't get this one because he was brought in the short term contract. But like, if we're paying these managers massive amounts of money to give us a chance in qualification to push them closer and hope they can bring a tiny, small bit of luck or expertise to the table that'll get us in and we can hope we maybe win a game in the group. Like, I'd rather see his restructure completely, do it like an ice and did, and we can go on a proper run in these tournaments in 10 or 15 years and leave Stephen Kenny, implement this, the philosophy of playing proper football because no other nation plays the way we play football, like the way we did under Mick and Martin and okay I know it worked for us at times but like I don't I don't even think we play like you like you were telling me that we were going to go to Serbia and even possession with them like no but my Luxembourg point is outplayed us no my point is when Qatar we get the ball us. we look to play football like we look to get the ball on the deck it's not route one every time I don't even know if we do like it's, it's, I feel like we play we play out from the back 100% from kickouts will go short. I see that. But I don't see us sustain, uh, sustained attack sort of thing. I don't see us keeping possession, going left to right, left to right. No, but we don't have the players for that. So my but, point is you implement the plan and you have the philosophy and players can then step in and you're developing players who are now 12, 13, 14. You're developing them through the League of Ireland. They get a move over to England. They're playing, which means look at Bazunu. Like Bazunu's nowhere where he is now if he didn't play for a year senior football for overs. Heiner, the problem with this is this all sounds brilliant, but the FAI do not have money. We can't do this. We can't. But if we don't it. have money for that, we don't have money for a big manager. And I don't know anyone on Kenny's wage who's going to come in and do a better job than he's doing, to be brutally honest with you. Yeah, but then you can't do either option. We're just stuck in this. Vortex, we're doing nothing like like we actually don't have the money to go and do that. It sounds great, but we actually don't have the money to go and do it's that. Not, it's not exactly revolutionary to coach coaches and improve the standard of coaching for our elite players, but you need Look money, Keane, you need money for arm. development. That's a develop like you, you can't just expect to create these players with no funding being put into youth structures and football in Ireland because at the moment it's like the youth structures are atrocious. Like your only hope know, is if you like, leave and go to England. There's there's literally nothing here, and it won't improve unless it's serious investment. Like look what they have I in do, England. I don't think your only hope is that though. I think it is. Look what they have. The in biggest England, problem. Look how many players we lose in England though. Like realistically, what good? I know he's obviously unbelievably gifted with the ball technically because of his time in Manchester City, but what good has the years in Manchester City's academy done for Jack Brown's career? Well, that was the reason why he was out of Man. He would have stayed at Manchester City, or at least kind of on loan. The reason why he was kicked out of Manchester City was off the field issues. Yeah, that's why he was gone out of there now. But my point is, he's he he was never going to make a breakthrough. Like you can say he's kicked out for off field issues, but he was never going to break through at Manchester City. I don't. Like, like, what's, it's what's, tough to say. Like you can't really. Yeah. What's, what's the, him, You know what I mean. Like. Yeah. But, what. What. What's the point? Yeah. What are you getting at? Like my point is, this whole philosophy of leave it up to England to develop our players doesn't work, and it's not exactly rocket science to have them playing 
if you're bringing to you, look at Gavin Bazoon, who's gone over at a later age. He didn't really. He went over at 16. Like, yeah, but he's played for the Rovers first team. I'm talking about like there's lads going over now. He played like five, he played five games. Six class and first year. Like, you need to develop players through the League of Ireland yeah, but, to Ireland. Like, we can't rely on the English academy system because they don't get make it true. Yeah, but Hoyner, if if, an, if a Premier League team is there one-hand calling, yeah, we want you to play for us, or St. Pat's. I know, but that's my point is we need to develop. I'm not saying I have the answer. I'm saying we need to develop, and it's not all money. We need to develop a clear pathway for players so you can go to them. Okay, you can go over to England and you've whatever the odds are, one in a thousand to break into in Liverpool's academy, or you can play for us over here. Set up links like what Josh Cullen's done with the Netherlands and Belgium, and then where they can go play first team football and say you'll actually have a better career by going to this because you're not going to make money by going over to England and getting dropped off and playing non league or League Two football, which a lot of them are doing. So it's going to have to be up to us, especially with Brexit now. So you have to take Brexit into account. So it's not going to be English clubs knocking saying we want you to play for us. It's going to be the very few elite. So now we have the question of where do our players go? I'm aware like it's going to take a long time for the rebuild to happen, but I want to see I want to see something. Like it's he's been in the job out, he's had eleven games, and I've not seen much. Apart from him, in, like apart from him, uh, playing the young players, but like even these, like Jason Knight is not ready at twenty. He shouldn't be playing senior football. Who would you play ahead of him? I don't know, but he's not ready. Like you can click. Like I was calling for him against Luxembourg, but when he plays against Luxembourg, he looked completely out of his depth. Like, like would you rather you play Jeff Hendrick there? No, I would have played. But like what I'm saying is, he's just out of his depth. Like he's not ready. Yeah, but I know it's crazy saying he's out of his depth, but like, who do you play? I would play Rob Grady in midfield over him. But like, it's tough to be like, like, you can't be hanging your hat on these, like, you know, like Kenny's gone in and he's gone there, right, starting night, and it's all good starting young players and giving starts to Troy Parra or not starts and bringing Parra off the bench and all, but like, they're not ready. Like, I don't know how... Like, I don't see how that does good for Jason Knight and all them, bringing them in to, like, dropping them in, in, like, especially the state we're in right now. Like, making Jason Knight do interviews at 20 to the press. I don't know who's doing that. But, like, he shouldn't be in this under this much pressure at a young age, you know what I mean? It should be senior players doing stuff like that and coming out. But he's just been thrown into the pit, like, facing these terrible results with nothing to do like what can he do sort of thing like it's not his fault that he's not ready but he's been thrown in there he is the captain of Derby like he is able to face the press like I'm not saying I know what you, I get the point you're making the point I'm making is there isn't necessarily an alternative I think you're better off getting Jason Knight in there and okay he's not ready now but like the difference between playing him and Jeff Hendrick for me, it's just you have a young lad who actually wants to play for his country. You know, they're all the lad who's been there, done that, thinks he's 
a national hero because he performed for two or three games five years ago and doesn't look arsed. And it means, if it means that and when Jason Knight's hitting 24 years of age and we're priming up for a World Cup or a Euros and he's 25 caps under his belt, 30 caps, I think it's well worth playing him now for that reason alone. In terms of Kenny, are you fully are you fully convinced on Kenny Hoyner that he's he's the right man? Like, yeah, I to be honest, I actually do have faith. I think people are, I think people have an idea in their head of Kenny. To be honest, I think I'm not like saying it about it, but the two of you are, he's league Ireland manager. He shouldn't yeah. be in the job. And like, I'm not saying that's fair enough, but I'm saying I don't think, I think there's a big rebuilding job to be done here. I think it's unfair that the picture was already painted before he got the job that uh, he's not good enough for the job. People already made their minds up. Stephen Kenny shouldn't be managing Ireland. And then results in the rebuilding process have gone against him, but he is rebuilding. Like there's very little, like I know sometimes he's, against being in the job. He literally picked the team for Luxembourg the times he stood on this show and said, that's the team I'd pick if yeah, I was the manager. I said that, he, I literally said earlier in this episode that I do not blame him at all for Luxembourg. I just think in general, it's a step too far. I said that earlier, he's not to play for Luxembourg. I don't see what, I don't see how he's, in what ways out of that. If he had played Jeff Hendrick, who hasn't played well, Shane Duffy, all these lads, because they had experienced heads, I go, yeah, he's out of his depth. He doesn't have the balls to drop them players, but he's shown he does. But he's willing not, to make the brave decisions. It's not and all just about saying, team selection. It's not like managing a team isn't just about your team selection. There's other things that come into it that you have your head. One example I take is that we talked earlier about how it affects morale dressing room. If you drop the senior players, the senior players lose whatever sort of respect or camaraderie they have for you. And then that affects other people in the dressing room. Another thing is like the media stuff. Like it's, it's this stuff is beyond the level that he's seen before. And I just haven't seen any signs that is capable of stepping up to this level. As I, well, like, I don't know. That. I don't get the, like, I don't get the media thing. I think just cause he thinks about his answers and gives a genuine assessment of what he sees the situation means he's, bad in front of the media or whatever like I think his interview after the Qatar game was good and then I don't think I, don't, I haven't seen one thing from a player saying they're unsettled like he's have just made that up because the results have gone against a us a player isn't going to come out and say I'm unhappy no, it's not FM. set up yeah like what <laughs> no but hang on a minute the same thing happened with Martin and Roy uh, the players were unhappy oh, in the camp and the voice message came out this what? stuff comes out of the group if a player is unhappy like you will sure, hear it you in the press that players are unhappy Against England, like whatever videos he was bloody showing, yeah. whatever they were, people came out about them. We don't know. Was the, goal, was the goalkeeping coach that came out or something? No, he, I'll tell you, no, he's sick. Oh, whoever came out, like, but so that, it was, like, it was, I think it was player who came out against it. Yeah, there's been, like, he's had a few, like, he, like, that was, like, four was games player. into his, that was, like, four games in, I don't know if it was player, but, like, when did playing about four games in, into his, into his, uh, job, Stint. whatever stint yeah and he already had like he was showing videos and people were coming out but i'm like back to him i don't think him being the right man like i'm fine with being in a rebuild period and we're in a bad state 
whatever rebuild period is, we should never go two games against Bulgaria and not get a win. We should not be like we should be able to beat Luxembourg. We should be able to beat Qatar. We should be able to do better than than get beat by Finland twice, home and away. Like what about rebuild? These are bad teams. These are not good teams. Yeah, but we're shite. I know, but we're shit. And we but don't have a goal better than Bulgaria. We are shit, but we're we better, better than, than these. We are these better than Bulgaria. Are... We're better than Luxembourg. We're better than Qatar. You cannot tell me that in a rebuild period. All right, it's rebuild, so let's just disregard them results. Like they, like you I'm not disregarding to... them. I'm saying, I don't know. There's nothing that I've seen that gone. Jesus, Stephen Kenny's got that horribly wrong there. He doesn't know what he's at here. I've gone. There's fuck all Stephen Kenny can do here. The players just haven't been up to scratch in these games. But then it comes back to you telling me he's trying to implement this style of football. Again, Bulgaria, we should be, if he wants to play football, we should be we should be controlling the game against Bulgaria. I do not care what you say. We should be controlling the game against Qatar and Luxembourg. We're not controlling these games. Luxembourg plays off the park. Qatar had more of the ball than us. Yeah, no, I, I do. I understand. I don't, I don't like regardless of players. We've said this for times because like teams like like Luxembourg and them are coming to us and outplaying us. We have better players than them on paper. So we're talking about implementing style. The only time I see us play is from the back, where Bazirna will go short to one of the centre backs and will try and work it. But as terms as we don't keep the ball, we don't go side to side. And to be fair, we don't have maybe a create where well, we don't have a creative player that. If in midfield we get it to someone in between the lines where they can play someone in behind, but like one of a creative player, full stop. Yeah, that's what I mean. Spot. Yeah, we don't. But there should be still, no matter who the personnel is, if Kenny's so fixed on the way he wants to play and how he wants to implement it, we should be doing it constantly, and we should be outplaying a Luxembourg or a Qatar or Bulgaria. Like, oh, I accept that, but I still think. There's been enough for me to go, this will work, but we need time with it, to be brutally honest with you. I've seen enough in the games against Slovakia, Serbia, them type, and it's a, the teams like Luxembourg who sit deep, and we don't have a Robbie Keane anymore, he'll but, score. But they didn't even sit deep. They played us off the park in the second half. In the second half, but our players aren't playing football. That's a case of our players aren't fit enough. Oh, and you're like, I like, I know some of them aren't playing as much as they'd like to, but they're professional footballers playing Luxembourg. Like, if if you don't have the fitness to match that, man, you can't get match fit by training. You only get match fit by playing matches. Oh, and they're professional footballers. Like, I like there's being unfit and there's not being able to match Luxembourg. You can't. No, there's. I'm not saying they're unfit. I'm saying they're not fitness. able to play in an international for ninety minutes. That has nothing to do with fitness. Luxembourg played us off the park. That's second half. That's not fitness. They came out and set the tempo. The only tempo we set was when we went behind in the last three minutes. I, I, can, I can kind of no, see where Hoyner's <laughs> coming from is where people aren't playing club level, but it's still, like, I'm not going to disregard the fact that we got played off the park and you said yourself yeah that's from Luxembourg sitting deep and these teams sitting deep in that case we should 100% have the ball if teams sitting deep against us there's no reason for us not to have a 64 possession game if Kenny wants to play that way but my point the point I'm making about Kenny is I genuinely no matter who the manager was bar like the outrageous managers 
can't see us scoring against Luxembourg there the last season. No matter what side we're playing, no matter who the manager is. Unless it's a fluky goal that we somehow <laughs> scored. You couldn't... I mean, you can argue that, but then it's a lot of just ifs, if, maybe, maybe, sort of things. Yeah. Like, but we haven't scored. When was the last time we scored heavily in games? Like Under Martin O'Neill, when we were flying. Yeah. Under Martin... Nah, Mick, well, Mick's we got 3-1, 3-1 <laughs> with Mick in charge. We scored seven goals in the qualifying campaign. Like, Mick did well to get us... Yeah, to where to get us third in a group that got us nowhere. He scored. He but, scored these goals against Denmark and Switzerland. We can't score goals against Bulgaria and Luxembourg and Finland. I don't oh, know, boys. I don't think makes man to rebuild the team. To be honest, I think Mick I was no. I wouldn't say the I would. perfect time to I try get the saying. most out of them last players. I don't think he's the man we need to be rebuilding. I probably agree. And I, I think it's time that, that yeah. we we haven't qualified for a World Cup. I think it's time we got off the fucking Italian 90 chain of we're a good football team because we had a good 20 year period not even good 15 year period from 88 to back in 2002 we, we know we are a good football players. team Heiner, we know and, we are a good football team but like it is Luxembourg and Qatar and Bulgaria we're not great we're no great chase fan chance but we are not that bad no, no matter what stuff changing the way we, we not play that bad. is going to like we are going to lose these games there's and no I know it's excuse. shit now. There's no but excuse it back, to Luxembourg. That's what, it comes back to what I said about the whole Kenny thing. Like he's coming in and he's trying to change a twenty, a twenty-year or fifteen-year style of football that we've gone from long ball playing for seconds, whatever, sticking in games. But like, look at this international break. How how long has he got? He's got a week, two weeks with the players. Probably about max five training sessions, three games, and then he doesn't see them for six months. Like what? Like he surely can't be getting through much in that time. Like I'm kind of backing your point up here, honey. That like, he's gonna need a lot of time. Like he can't. Yeah. Like you're not gonna see. No, I understand. Major that. improvements in five train sessions, three matches, two weeks with the players. Then they're going away. No, so but it, my point. I completely in six get it's time. gonna be a time thing. Yeah. I completely get it's gonna take time, and I probably agree that Mick McCarthy's not the best man to be rebuilding a thing. Like because Kenny. Seems to be here for the long run. Like he could be in this job if things pan out for probably the rest of his career, sort of thing. I don't think he is the right man to take us there. But as people said, he could be he could be the right person to change to transition us to start the foundations of trying to change the style of football we play. But I just don't think he's the man that is going to get us to a tournament again or anything. I can see I can see why people have their hesitations. I still think that it's you're gonna need to wait until Malumbia night, get a bit more football under the belt, even if it is a championship level. Like I don't see Knight or Malumbi ever reaching a, a top level like that's better. Define what you mean by it. What you mean define by top what, level. But what do you mean like do you think in three or four years that Knight and Malumbi are going to be playing with like top half Prem team sort of thing and like playing regular matches? Like, what? Where do you see their ceiling? Like, probably the regular um, playing mid-table Prem football. But that's what I'm saying. So we're there. 
you're like saying all these young players like but realistically how good i know it's in, like it's impossible to say how good they'll become like but is jason knight going to become a world beater probably not is jason malumbi going to become world beater probably not i wouldn't expect him to become a world beater but like that's kind of the point i'm making is kenny for me is the ideal man at this stage to hold down the ship implement this philosophy while we get our shit in order and then hopefully like you can rebuild the the underage structures rebuild your financial structures like are you telling me if like the likes of let's say Joe Hodge for example I know he is English originally and he's playing for us through some granny or whatever but if let's say you were going you were sitting at home on a Friday night and I don't know who the best 18 year olds are around but like your man Let's say Bazunu and Hodge were both playing for Derry City and Jason Knight and your man Mark McGuinness were playing for Rovers down the down in Tallah Stadium. Are you telling me fans wouldn't go knowing that four of the best talents in Irish football are playing 40 minutes down the road? Like people will go to them games. That's the way you sell the league around it. That's why you bring money back into it. Like I know someone's going to come back and say, oh, the FBI aren't doing this. Doing but you need, you need money to get to that stage. But you rebuild now. You have Kenny in the job. There's like you're still to offer me an alternative to Kenny to take the job. Because there is nothing. We have to accept it. We've no money. Can't do anything. It, at the end of the day, it Kenny all comes out. down to money. Because he's not up to it. I know. But like fine. It's, it's easy to say he's not up to it, but you have to provide an alternative then. If you want him sacked, like. from the start, I would have gone Chris Hutton instead of him. I don't have the money for Chris Hutton. Like, what's Chris? Even Kenny was given a contract by John Delaney. John Delaney could have done up something before he went to Forest. Well, the FAI are in so much debt. Even if we had Chris Hutton, we'd have to get rid of him because we don't have the money to keep paying them. Like money, you can't just go. Oh, we have a contract, so we guarantee him we pay him. Like, well, Robbie Keane's getting two hundred grand a year still. It's not. That's been coming out as false. The Indio had to issue an apology there. Yeah, but they had to do an apology. It wasn't an apology because they said that was false. It was an apology because of a public image thing. Which implies that he isn't actually still getting it. But it doesn't say he isn't. By our knowledge, he is. I don't know. Like, I think you see, like, I'm still, again, I'm still going to ask a question. Like, who is your alternative if you're Kenny out? Like, I just told you. And it's all right saying Chris <laughs> Hutton two years ago, but like that's not exactly feasible now, is it? Like you have to look at people like Chris Hutton assigned, he said, because realistically, like international football is completely results business more so than league football, like because you're only in a short space of time and you have to get results quickly to stay in your group for World Cup qualifiers or Euro qualifiers. But you keep talking about the football that Kenny's trying to implement and like every team wants to play nice football like I don't know anyone that doesn't want to play nice football and get results but when you don't have the personnel there's no point like you see teams in the Premier League like Burnley want to play nice football but they can't because if they play if they try and play football they're just going to get battered by every other team because they can't do it to the same level and it's the same with us we have to play to our strengths we don't have the best ball players so we have to try and stay in games for as long as we can and nick something, whether from a set piece, across from far out or whatever. 
and I'd much rather get a result and play crap than play good football and lose. Like Alan Brown said after the Serbia game was interview. They were like to uh, great performance and take a lot of positives, but he goes, "Yeah, would I rather play bad and get a result than lose and play good?" I know, but how great have them results really been? Like, when was it? Like, if we're calling a spade a spade, the last time we beat a top nation, right, was Germany. Like us against their proper team was Germany under Martin O'Neill. Like people to say the Italy game, that was the Italy's B team. They're already true. They didn't play their first game against us. Like, it's the well, I'm, just, I'm just saying though, in like that's what like you want. Like everyone wants to play good football, but we said it here we don't have the players. Like it comes back but to the lack of quality in our players. If we're not I'd going rather, to qualify, I'd rather lose like we did to Serbia, then scrape a one-all draw with a header in the 80th minute and still end up not qualifying. But I know the not- Luxembourg result isn't good enough. Like I have no problem saying that's not good enough. But the fact of the matter is we haven't qualified for the last few tournaments. So it's not as if we're looking back to when... And like, let's not forget, we haven't been putting pressure on opposition teams. Like Jack Charlton, like the Irish Wayne and quotes like of, isn't just... And it's all these young people, like, basically our generation being like, oh, we used to play long ball. Like, but we were the first team to have forwards that have put a real press on opposition fullbacks and opposition centre-halves to try to turn the ball over there. And yeah, okay, we played it long because we fucking all Quinn up top, who was like six foot 12 with John Aldridge alongside him. But, like, we haven't got results using the old system. I think it's no hard to try to implement a new philosophy Or I just don't think, like, if it's going to be, I don't know how long it's going to be because there's just a serious lack of quality in our players. And I don't see, looking at our young talent now, I don't see them improving majorly to where we can become a side that I just going to play around, like, play teams off the park. Like, I won't, I know we won't be getting near these top, top sides, but even I'm, teams at our level, I can't see us taking control of a game and. I'm not expecting us to play teams off the park. Like I'm not expecting us to go out and people be like, oh, well, why aren't Stephen Kenny the best team ever? Like I expect us that in a few years we'll be getting the same results as we were before. And we as in not like now, but like we'd be able to qualify for Euros, we'd be having a right quarter go with World Cups. But we'll be doing it by playing that when we get the ball, and I'm not saying I think there has to be a bit of mix. I thought Shane Long against Qatar was perfect. We need to be able to go long sometimes. We're putting every single ball down the line and hoping we win a flick on or a centre-half misses the ball isn't exactly feasible for us, especially not when you don't have a clinical striker. So my point is, I'd love to see us try and hope this works and give it time to try work. He's been in the job six months. Like, try and let give him a year or two at it, have a proper run at it, try and play proper football. And hopefully in a few years' time, one of the strikers can develop into an actual goal scorer. Like, I'd have shown a small bit of promise in the championship. Like, he's played feck all minutes for them. He's still got two goals. Like, and like hopefully if he stays down at that level, gets a bit of game done, he can develop into a 
Premier League striker, same with Troy Parrott. And then you can kind of look at it when we've people do put the ball on the back net and go, yeah, right, it was a rough, a really fucking rough two years or a year, whatever it is, where we were absolutely awful. But now we're actually seeing the fruits of it. And the whole thought of giving Chris Uton a contract under John Delaney, like the reason we're in this mess at the moment is because when results like Cyprus and all that happened back in 2006, instead of John Delaney going, man, Irish football so shit, our production is terrible. He threw a lot of cash. We couldn't afford a trap at home. And then did the same with Dennis O'Brien's help at Martin O'Neill and Mick as well. Like it's just, it's not feasible for us to keep doing it. I just think something needs to change. And if it means going through 18 months, even to two years of poor international breaks, I take it if it meant Irish football would be in a lot, in a better place when we come out the far side of it. It surely has to be a cut off though. He's gone eleven games at a win. Like I'm all for rebuilding, but you just can't go. Yeah, it's rebuilding. We're gonna have a few rough patches. Like there's no, gonna I, to I be completely a... agree. Like you do have to win games at the end of the day. Yeah, it's the same thing. I've said it with Sol. I've said it like obviously United and our, I'm not trying to compare us, but like we've had the conversation. I think Solskjaer still deserves the job, and like I've said, I'll find it very hard to ever go against him because he, the legend he is for the club. But like. There is a certain point you have to say, right, it is a results business. We've given you time. Yes, we've shown promise of time, but we're not winning games, which is ultimately the end goal. But I think after six months in the job, I know we've played 13 games, but like, oh, I just still think you need to give them. I also think fans is a big thing. I'll never judge an Irish team with no fans in the Aviva, being brutally honest. Like, as he's, the, yet, he's yet to have a game with any yeah. fans. Yeah. Like, there's no... I. It sounds ridiculous, but I think we score maybe if there's fans there, to be honest. Because I think the Irish fans have such a big impact on games. They definitely maybe do. I'm overselling. Maybe I'm overselling us, but like, I think the atmosphere we create, like I think the players, the players look like they, the Serbia game, we were very good. And Luxembourg, oh, it's Luxembourg, we'll beat them. And because there's no fans out, there was no one to kick them into action, if you know what I mean. Like when the teams walk out of Eve, the place erupts. The national anthem, everyone belts it out. Then uh, pull them under pressure comes on and the whole fan starts singing that. And then as the game is kicking off, everyone's with the flags and the scars waving, singing ole, ole, ole. Like that boost, like no matter what level you're playing at, the boost that gives to a player is massive. And the intensity they then go on to play at is massive. So I just think you need... I, can't stress enough like I know it sounds bad because there's not real justification in 11 matches he hasn't won a game but I genuinely think he needs time to be honest with you when when would you say your cut off would be like like what if we what if we finish like say you said we're gonna get third in the qualification group like what if we didn't get third like what if we were fourth and like a Luxembourg came ahead of us or something like does that really matter like because he is gonna get the rest of this campaign like I don't know if I put a like a time period on it like I think to be honest like from a realistic point of view if we don't finish with at least nine points I know that sounds awful but like if we don't finish with at least nine points his job like he, he can't I can't see him staying on but 
I still think he needs, I'd personally give him the Euros campaign, if I'm being honest. I know you won't agree at all. But that to me would be, I go, I, after that, I feel I can make a fair judgment on where we are as a nation and as a team under, and what Stephen Kenny's done. I wouldn't have a, I wouldn't have an issue with him getting the campaign if he shows me something in, mm. like I need to see something to actually get a bit of belief in. Like we're yet to win a game, and I can't be living off a good performance and losing. And what if? No, I understand that. That's what like, I'm saying. What if, if he the doesn't and goal finish with, and all like that? Like I understand that we're playing. That's what I'm saying. The nine points. Like we're playing Azerbaijan twice. I know that's a tough way, but still, it's Azerbaijan, and we're playing Luxembourg away again. Like. If you don't win three of them, yeah, like realistically, is he going to be in the job for the Euros? Probably not. I think there's a high chance of him still being in the job, though. Even if we don't win that, uh, yeah, because yeah. I know, like we've shown. I think, I think never... yeah, but I think if you're given the the confidence after, I know it's such dreaded vote of confidence to say, but like if they're backing him after losing home to Luxembourg, I don't think the results of this campaign are going to defy whether he's in the job or not. We don't do that. Like, I actually saw someone who was a good point. Like, the vote of confidence against Luxembourg should mean nothing to Kenny because, like, Martin O'Neill, we gave him a new contract after Denmark 5 1. And, like, as much as I love Martin O'Neill, it was kind of obvious, I think, to everyone at that stage, the cycle had probably come to an end. Like, the whole WhatsApp thing had come out. Same with Steve Staunton got the boot, like, wasn't after the Cyprus game. It was a few games after that again. Like, so I'm not sure how, like, there's only so much you can take of it. And I think if another few embarrassing results like that come, I just can't see the FAI sticking with them. Well, also another thing you've taken to factor is that the FAI want to sell tickets and need to sell them badly. And if we're losing the home to Luxembourg, it's not a great image selling tickets like... Yeah, like yeah, it's more a long term thing though. I think no matter who you play, you could play on high joint under trials in the first game back. I think they'd sell it out to be honest. But yeah, in the first game, but it's, 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 it's after it's that. The future. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen many times, like even for like I know like be friendly snob, but like you'd rarely see a sellout. I think we've it was like against Switzerland and Denmark, like the yeah. only game recent was, like, of recent times. Yeah, and when I, when I was like really like there's no, there's not an empty seat sort of here. Like, I think if you got game, back, you can definitely, you can definitely see like there's probably like thirty thousand, I'd say max there. Well, like, at, at, but the, remember the Bulgaria friendly, the three one. We used at that one. Yeah. Oh, that was, was yeah, that was, it was empty. honestly about fifteen thousand yeah, people. Was, out, like, yeah, there's but, no one like. The real killer is actually Ireland so far behind. Like, England probably have. For the like final international break, which I think is November, when we've Portugal at home, I could be wrong. I know we've I think we have them September. I think we have them in September. No, no, we don't. We've Portugal That's away way, in September. Yeah. Oh right. So like, it's either October we in, November. If we were in any other European country that's not run by the Irish government, like we'd probably have a full house for that in Portugal at home. And if you had something on the line there, man, that place would be hot. Yeah, It'd be fans first game back. Yeah. And I think that would hold a lot of people. If you get me, like, I think a lot of people would experience that happens and go, oh, yeah, I have to get back. 
So I think it probably is an opportunity missed there as well from the FAI. So like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, I do, like, to be honest, when I said this, me and Wheelow were talking about it after. Uh, and he's another man who's been with me and backing Kenny. But like, if Kenny got sacked after Luxembourg game, I couldn't defend him necessarily if you get kind of any complaints like Mm. like I can't go that's a joke he deserved more time like John McConaughey I'm just saying personally my view on it is give him more time with Kenny as well though like with Portugal being our next game that could almost as Madison be a blessing like because if we we do somehow we've got Andorra and Hungary in the summer so Andorra's we won't be hungry. We, we won't. Yeah, no, not a chance. Side, so saying, good hungry are a good side. But Andorra is... Uh, if you're ever going to have a chance to get a win, it's in, it's going to be in Spain and as well. Even with Portugal, though, like, if if he was, like, as huge as a result it would be, like, if he was to go there and get a win, it, that would completely change the complexion of what is going on. Like, the amount of belief that that would... Even for me, like, if, he if we went, went to Portugal... Portugal that's what I'm saying. Like, won a game, I'd be yeah. building a statue. <laughs> that's like, what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that's why it's a, it's almost a blessing. Like, you're we're probably going to get no, smashed I do get by you. Him, but you know what I mean? It's, like, a, it's a free... It's a no pressure. No pressure. Unless you go out and get beaten 6 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is feasible. Which is possible. Yeah, definitely. You could go out there... Like, if you'd... I was saying this like if you'd look, but I was saying this actually as well now. With a few years, you're saying it like it'd be so <laughs> Ireland, it'd be so Ireland to go on a mad run now, be Portugal twice, beat Serbia, and then fucking lose to Luxembourg away, not to qualify. Like I, I, I I'd back us more away. To this Portugal is this country we sat here then I for an hour away to Luxembourg. Yeah, I know, we I know. Sat here for an hour and we started just. Slating them everything, and now it's came full circle that we've actually just kind of out of nowhere just convinced what ourselves that we're making, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're making <laughs> we're, a push. We're, we're, we're gonna do a double over Portugal, we're gonna beat Serbia home. We're, we're probably gonna top the group, yeah. So, <laughs> what they do to you, like, it just makes no sense. You should have no right to be thinking this way, like, <laughs> we, we have less right than Luxembourg right now to be thinking that way, yeah. yet we're planning for it. No, no points in the board, but we are we're we're doing it like we're topping the group. Yeah, there's no points in the board, but we could go and beat. Them. We get we sneak a playoff. <laughs> we sneak a playoff, get the Dutch in the playoff, be lovely. Be flying against them. That group was mental. Have you seen that group? Norway, Turkey, yeah. and Netherlands. Like Turkey bought and bottled it. Norway, a craftsman. Yeah, tur- tur- Turkey went to bottle it last night though against Latvia. They would have been three from three. Does it not um, go three from three? Did did they get winner they in the end? No, no. They yeah, they, they bottled it. They were three oh, one I up. Oh, thought they did go three for three. No, they were they were three one oh. up, and then they bottled it against Lafayette. Uh, so they beat fucking Norway. And it's yeah. the group is mad at the moment. Norway. It's it's Turkey are top on seven. Then Netherlands, Norway, and Montenegro are all on six. No, I saw Lafayette that Gibraltar. Norway team though. Norway actually shot. They just have Odegaard in hand. Yeah. Yeah. But they beat Montenegro 1 0. If your man off, uh, what's his name? Off, yeah, uh, saying Leipzig that, I well. wouldn't say no to having Haaland playing for Ireland, like, but <laughs> they're still shy. Yeah. Ah, even looking, they've, they've, they've better players than some, uh, the other places the pitch, like Christopher Iyer, Elianusi. Oh, yeah, definitely better players. Like, they're, they're, they're non stars, are better than 
Like we are all <laughs> shite. Like we're just <laughs> shite. Yeah. Dark days, boys. Dark days. Yeah, no light at the moment. Again, you see other countries saying it's the other way around. Oh, it's an international break, and here we are going off oh, back into Premier League football now, away yeah. from watching the dire Ireland. But like cracking, cracking lineup of games, and we're here going off. Oh. Pity I can't be watching <laughs> Ireland this week. Losing <laughs> to Luxembourg to ruin my weekend. One for three all... against Qatar, like that's all I want. <laughs> I want revenge over Luxembourg. We'll and get the beat... next time. <laughs> Beating Portugal, that's in my sights. Qatar better watch themselves because they're gonna Hope get. Hope be a masterclass. Like he'll end up leaving Ronaldo and Bruno and all that home for the Ireland game. Surely, like this is Ke- this is Kenny's plan. Yeah. We're so shit that. Portugal go, ah, leave the big boys at home. We can bring the other 21s here. And then all of a sudden, bam. Prime game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still their 3 nil job or something. Yeah. But I mean, even if they played around 20, like players on 21, they still got Neto and all them. Like, fellas, put your man Vieira off Portugal, Pedro Goncalves, Nuno Mendes, who, who played from the other night, like in Serbia. What ages, how Phoenix? Yeah, twenty. Oh, he's, yeah. So he'd be under. I know he's not great at the moment, but Fabio Silva, like even just Barton, any air striker options, like we're fucked as what you're telling Pretty much, like basically, basically, yeah. All right, lads. Well, I think that's all from us this week. Uh, fair play to you. If you stuck through another hour of people talking about the Luxembourg and Qatar games, or even just this international break in general, I had to go off you. Um, any final thoughts, lads, or or on the? I mean, any final thoughts on the international break or what's ahead? Uh, Kenny Cunningham's got to go, blood. He's got to go. <laughs> That's all I have to say. He's the only. Head. He he's the only Kenny the Hoiner won't back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like thoughts ahead, I just bring on the pain. Portugal and Serbia, and about three, two of them in the space of three days. That'll be fun. Yeah, Jesus, I look forward to that. Hopefully, we get in the in the stadium, so at least we can sing. You know, the we're fucking shit chant. Like, get that <laughs> Let, let's pretend, let's pretend we scored a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be gas. Like, that would be so good, man. We're being robbed of these moments. Yeah, you actually are. These are the moments that bring you together. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You need those moments, and we aren't even getting them at the moment. Well, anyways... On a fair play, the lads waiting for fans to be back. <laughs> Before we get a win, yeah. Score, like, so much better. <laughs> we, have to, we have to score a few goals. You couldn't be not score. I'd rather they didn't, but respect to them. Yeah, they're just doing it for us. They've got us on their thoughts. Anyways, that is most definitely off most this week. Uh, we'll be back again in the usual spot next Thursday. But until then, Slaw Nuts. Slaw Nuts. Slaw Nuts.